I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Basic Bingers. I am Boyd Hilton. I'm joined by... Kay Ribeiro. Hello. And Stephanie Seelan. Is Kay your favourite? Mm-hmm. No. It sounded Boys. like she was. Why? I don't know. I'm just, I just want to clarify it. She's in one of those moods. Already the madness has begun. <laughs> we are a weekly pop culture review podcast, mainly television, but we also like to mention other things as well, sometimes films, sometimes books, Kay particularly. Kay loves a book. Loves a book. Famous for, Famous for it. Mm. Famous for it. Famous for her reading. Yeah. <laughs> and this week we've got some absolutely intriguing television programmes in the main meaty section of our reviews, including season two of The Sinner Ooh. coming up on Netflix. The new series from Louis Theroux, Altered States. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Good response. And The Heist. Boo. Oh, spoiler alert. No, come on. Even John's giving you a dirty look for that. Ooh. Dirty look, John. Oh, I've got a head shake. It's a big new Sky One kind of, what would you describe it? Like factual entertainment, high concept Hunted thing. with money. Competition thing. Yeah, as discussed last week. Did we? Oh yeah, yeah. you went to you went to the screen for mm-hmm. that's right. I yeah. got so we're reviewing it in full. Yeah, you yeah, you, that's right. Yeah, it was it, you were embargoed mm-hmm. from reviewing it. And now it. I'm free. Now we're all free. Now we've all seen it. We can hold forth. But before all that, Mm. We enter into what we've all been watching, listening to, reading, etc. this week. And I turn, as I often do first, to Stephanie Seelan, who is with child, so mm-hmm. forgive her. <laughs> while yeah. she, I yeah. don't know why no. that's very sexist, isn't it? Sorry, I yeah, take that also, back. No, more I'm than just, that, it's like, well, let's not forgive her anything. We've got to be all judged on the same Yeah, platform. that's true. But I, I was trying to lay the groundwork for the fact that she won't stick to the format and she will pick more she than three things. She did that before things. she was pregnant. Mm. Hold on a minute. I'm sure Kay's going to mention it. But there's been somewhat of a complaint. Mm, there has. And I've decided to address it. Yeah. And I'm holding aloft three bits of paper. And do you know why? Because I'm going to recommend three things. Because this section's called the three. Do you know what? But that, what that means is that the complaint, which we'll get to later in the, in the, uh, in the feedback section, mm. has worked. Because you've, you've, been, you've Sorry. been wrapped on your knuckles. I hadn't finished. For one week only, I will be, I will be sticking to the format. And then let's just see how it feels. Let's see what feedback we get after you stick mm. to the format. Mm. You know who you are and you're going to be named and shamed. Go ahead, right. uh, Steph. Hey, Steph. Sorry. <gasps> Another proof of the favouritism. Oh. To see what right. I, anyway, yeah. I mean. See how... Yeah, okay. You're now yeah. Kef. Kef. Right. Okay. Atypical. Season 2. 
Did anyone watch Atypical Season 1 on the Netflix? Was that the one about the teenager on the autistic spectrum? It we reviewed indeed. it, I think, the first episode, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. Okay. The fabulous Keir Gilchrist stars. He is a teen on the autistic spectrum. His parents are Jennifer Jason Lee and Michael Rappaport. Oh, my God, could you want any better parents than that? No. No. Except for mine. Oh. He's got a teenage sister. This is so. This is the second season. In the first season, we introduced him. He's he's get growing up. He wants to get a girlfriend. He's kind of in love with his his counselor. He's just trying to navigate his way through life. The sister is played by oh actually who she who is she? Oh, Can you done your research. Sorry, I did print the yeah. thing off. She's my favourite character. Well, it's all very well, but. You don't even know who she is. You know, there was a bit of an explosion last year around dramas around autistic. Oh, um, th- I thought there was an explosion last year somewhere. Some kind of there was. It was around dramas around autistic, right. uh, you know, autism. Yeah. And this was one of them that came that came mm. out. It's really, really funny. And oh, hang on, John Dan. Bridget Lundy Payne. Well done you, Bridget Lundy Payne, because you are brilliant. She plays a sister. She's a very sporty sister. I mean, you forgot her name, but now you're saying she's I know, because yeah. I thought it said it on here. Sorry. Okay. Anyway. It's all about the family dynamic, how they've dealt with his autism, how it affects the mother and the father differently and his relationship with his sister. It's so brilliant and it is also hilarious. So it's on season two now. His sister's gone to a different school, so it's how he's coping with that and he's going to go to college. So it's all about that. He's got a best friend. He work, he's got a job in like a tech store and he's got a best friend who is amazing and helps him navigate his way through life. It's brilliant. He's, he's high, very high level functioning. He's obsessed with the Arctic and polar bears and Why penguins. Why wouldn't you be? I mean, yeah, exactly. If you haven't watched it, it's... It, they're only like 25, 30 minutes. It's really, really heartwarming and funny. Please watch it. That's just the first one. One of three, to make clear. Two of three is Netflix. Again, apologies. It is a Netflix thing. Sponsored by Netflix. <laughs> Remastered. Who shot the sheriff? A Bob Marley story. Who did it? Well... You're about to find out. Well, I'm not going to spoil it, so you're not. Okay, so this is a remastered documentary. Bob Marley, as we know, huge, amazing legend. I think he died. Did he die at 36? Died at 36 because he got cancer of the toe. Some people think he didn't. Some people think he might not have died of cancer of the toe. But that's not for us to get into right now. Anyway, he, he did get shot. So rival political parties in Jamaica were causing all sorts of madness. And... He, at one point, this gang of people came into his house. He had this house on on a road called Hope Road that was sort of like a political neutral gra- ground where people used to come and just be creative and smoke at a ganja and all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> Hold on. I, Hold urge on. You, I urge you never to do that again. <laughs> that was not cool because you also were just doing smoke sort of like an impression. Smoke at a ganja. Yeah. Smoke at a ganja. Steph, that is, that is just... That's what they were doing. When you were watching this at home with Leanne B. George, your husband, did, were you smoking da ganja as well? I was smoking a ganja. Yeah, yeah, he must have loved this. Yeah. He loves Bob Marley. He loves Bob Marley. I oh, mean, that's. Yeah, but this is a fantastic it. documentary, and obviously, it's got all his music, and it's about how he tried to. Jamaica was really desperate for him to kind of help be this big savior, and how he tried to do it through music, and he wrote he wrote a song about getting shot and. Um, a couple of people died. It was, it's really awful. Anyway, he could put together this huge concert about it, and it's all about who actually did shoot him and uncovering it. But... <laughs> Wait a minute, it's, it's Bob Marley based true crime. Yeah. Okay. What, 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 no. what, the best I kind of crime. Just any kind say. of Bob no. Marley. It's Anything like, involving Bob Marley. There was, crime. Big, there was a big Bob Marley documentary, I think, 
Marley. Kev- yeah, Marley. Yeah, yeah Kevin McDonald maybe did direct. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is fabulous. Right, but this, but this is, is different. E- this is equally as good. Right, and actually, I think probably. I mean, that's also based around the One Love concerts, but. And but that's more that's got more of his family life in it. Yeah, so it's I mean got that's more, a general. Yeah, so this is just about this is that all one about, this the, is about did it, who'd shot him. Yeah, this is about his attempted assassination. Right, what's it called again? Who shot the sheriff? <laughs> okay, <laughs> of yeah. course, which is obviously After, one of his songs. Yes, yeah. Was that the song you're referring to when you talked about he wrote a song about shooting? No. Okay. I don't think it is that no. one. Okay. Okay. Just well, I can't remember. Another I can't remember I shot what it sheriff. is. It might be. Very confusing. Sorry, I've been, let's get, I've been smoking uh, maybe, the ganja. I'm yeah, not quite maybe, sure. Maybe let's get your husband, Leanne B. Georgian, yeah. to tell us about this. I think, anyway, maybe. it's very good. And there's some lovely footage, lovely old footage. But it talks about when he, he escaped Jamaica and came to London, which is also very interesting. Right. right Moving number on. three. Come on, that's three. it. Yeah. This is good. The old ITV. Now, this was Ooh. on this week, but it's on the iPlayer. As of today. When we're recording, Friday the 26th, you've got 28 days left to watch this, okay? Just what is it? Note your diaries. <laughs> Everyone's like, hold on, get me a yeah, calendar. Yeah, we'll get your calendars. In other Everyone words, got your you can watch it on ITV Player, fine. Only for another 28 days. ITV Hub, wherever it's called. ITV, yeah. Yeah, it is the hub. Yeah, on the hub. Trevor McDonald oh. and the Killer Nurse. <laughs> yes. Now. I love Trevor McDonald. Do any of you remember who Beverly Allett was? Yes. No. She was a right wrong one. <laughs> So, Beverly Allett, she worked in a children's ward and she basically attempted to kill about 13 children. She succeeded in killing four of them, I believe it's four. She was a right bitch, okay? And basically what this uncovers is a load of tapes of her saying, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Obviously, we know she didn't, she's awful. And she's now residing, much to lots of people's upset, she resides in a hospital prison place not in an actual prison and lots of people think she should be in a prison so she's ill well some people say she's faked her illness she's a nurse some people say she had munchausen's by proxy which is Mm -hmm. when you know you you make somebody else ill so that you can become the caretaker she at one point said she had anorexia and she was diagnosed there's been lots of diagnosed with multiple personality disorders there's a lot of people who think she should just be in prison and there's footage of her when she was in prison saying that she actually quite liked it and she had a lot of freedom which is obviously horrendous for someone so mm. awful but Trevor McDonald okay so he he gets as he always does he gets to the bones of it and he interviews a load of people who um lived through it and people and young people who were at the time targets for her who've now grown up and how they are coping now it's it's oh very God. very upsetting so people who survived um, how awful like, is, i mean it's, obviously it's amazing they survived but like how awful to be so traumatized by that it's i just i know people who don't particularly even if you don't particularly like a lot of true crime they love trevor mcdonald things because he just has a very unique way of tapping into people and this is no exception it's part of the itv's crime and punishment season it's been a lot of good crime on but i have chosen this one because i enjoyed it the most and that is my three suggestions huge praise indeed from the queen of true crime (laughs) stephanie sealand thanks b okay hi so I'm going to start with season two of The Resident. Did anyone watch season one? What is it? It's the one with, okay, Matt Kushri, Kuzukri, Zukri, 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 Zukri. 
Grushnik. <laughs> no, it's not. It's secret. Um, so he's the guy who was on uh, The Good Wife. And he played Carrie uh, Lagos, I think, something. Anyway, he's very good. He plays a doctor who um, works at Chastain Park Memorial Hospital. I think I talked about it when it was on the first season because he's a bit of a oh yeah, he's a bad boy doctor. Is it a bit cheesy? It's a little bit cheesy, but it's also like it's very like entertaining. He's a brilliant bad boy doctor who is a bit of a rebel, and he. Um, will often break the rules to, like, you know, just help his patients. Because as we know, in America, it's all about the healthcare system and the money. And, and so there's a lot of, inverted commas, baddies who run the hospital. And they're very, off, you know, they're just all caring about the money. That's all they care yeah. about. They don't care Bastards. about the patients. But he obviously, you know, fights the good fight. And yeah. he wants to make them better and doesn't care that they don't have the insurance. Anyway, so it's the second series. As always, the... Um, it's, all about the patients but what I like about it is the on-off relationship he has with the nurse Nick um, yeah so that's that's what I mainly tune in for but if you like hospital dramas I'm not saying it's on the level of Grey's Anatomy or ER at all do you watch The just... Good Doctor? no I don't I feel like I'm going to start watching that I keep seeing adverts for it do you watch yeah it's that, supposed boys? to be good yeah on Sky uh, yeah. Sky Who's Sky, Sky. I, Sky I think it's Witness because uh, it as you be know Witness. Witness is my go-to channel yeah, yeah. Uh, the dude from um, Bates Motel is in it yeah. Yeah. yeah it's supposed to be good what channel K pray tell is the this program on you don't know do you you've picked a program <laughs> called The Resident it's, it's, it's not on Sky. Sky I'll tell you what channel it's on are you just Ooh. testing me yes I well I'm, I think you know Boy, if you're going to pick you know, a show I've been very rushed writing the... these notes when oh, I came in I didn't have time yeah. to jog someone's got to go to a screening so we've got oh, yeah, it's rush. all my fault um, it's on the Universal Channel is it that's yes. on Sky it's on Sky. It's not part of Sky. Saying Sky is like it's the umbrella on your Sky. It's on your BBC Sky One's box. on Sky. It was on my no, Sky Planner yeah, boys. Well, it is on Sky. But you need to. <laughs> it is on Sky. Stop. Uh, all right. Look, you've next got time. Sky. Right. Okay. Oh, you've got Sky. Apologia. Can you watch BBC One? Yeah. If you've got Sky, can you watch Universal? <laughs> yeah. Next time. Okay. Everything. If you, that's what I'm saying. Cover all. It's on Sky. Yeah, okay. Louis Theroux's new documentary. She was on Sky. Okay. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. It's on anyway. Sky. Boyd, don't be snotty, it's I, beneath you. I mean, okay, so the second thing I wanted it's to... facts. It's not facts. Second thing I wanted to talk about, very briefly, because I know you did this when I was in Cornwall, um, was There She Goes on BBC4, Tuesday oh, nights, David Tennant. PM. Yes, David yeah. Tennant and then Jessica Hines. What channel is it on? BBC4. Sky. Sky. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's the comedy drama about a family coping with um, the day-to-day living with a se- severely disabled... Um, nine-year-old who has learning difficulties and um i just i absolutely love it i urge everyone to watch it because if you like the a word it's obviously you know that little boy was on on the spectrum as well and it was and it was a similar kind of vibe but this is just really really funny and often when you're watching you'll think oh at first you think oh no i shouldn't laugh at this really Mm. but actually you, you should because it is just a very funny script and the various funny scenarios which actually could be relatable relatable to any child having tantrums which is part of the joke because as you know as you've watched the first episode they have a neighbor who will often just go up to david Tennant and go oh there there she's gonna grow out of this and he's like <laughs> she's not but um so it's oh, really good idiot. and i can confirm episode two is all about rosie um who is the little daughter having a bath and the fact that whenever she's in the bath she goes crazy and just wants more and more bubbles until it's basically going over splashes everything and so jessica hines hilariously has to come up with a strategy of getting her out which is basically putting a what's that um soap the mr bubbles is it you know the one with the 
the funny Ooh, hat. Anyway, uh, matey. Yeah. Puts it outside of the bathroom door along with some mini cheddars to basically lure her out. That would get anyone out of a bath. Mm. That's what I think. Uh, and when's this show on? Boyd, it's on um, Tuesdays at 10 o'clock. <laughs> oh, yeah. very good. In your face. On BBC4 slash Sky. Mm. Yeah, and it's also it's an on iPlayer. Sky. Just to confirm that um, The Resident is on Universal TV, as they're now calling it. Yeah. Not the Universal Channel. What do you mean, yeah? It's such a SWAT. Yeah, on Sky. Oh, hold on. I'm called a SWAT by informing our listeners, our people on the ground, that we supposedly love and cherish. Just telling them when they can watch the effing programme that you've just recommended. I'm going to hold on your hold on. Because that is is SWATty. You have a go at me when I try and get the prices for things. Yeah, that's true, you're like, prices don't matter. Let's always be consistent. I care about people's money. (laughs) Anyway, The Resident, (laughs) an actual TV choice, is on the Universal TV channel, Tuesdays, 9 o'clock. On the Skybox. Next. Oh, okay, wait a minute. I've got to lean down for this. Oh. Oh. And hold this up. Oh, it's another ruddy it's a bloody book. book. It's a ruddy bloody book. Let me describe it for you. It it's called 64 Geeks, Meet the Brains Who Changed the World from Aristotle to Zuckerberg. Ooh. And it's by Chaz Newkey Burden. Hyphenated. Oh. Now, Can for I transparency. Have that book? No, you can't. Why not? Because A, I really like it, and B, I'm going to give it to my nieces. Um, right. <laughs> I've got to be transparent. Chaz is actually one of our um, beloved pogs, people on the ground. He does listen to us. But this book landed on um, my desk. Chaz, can you send me one, please? No, buy it. Because Chaz wants the money. Look, I'll tell you how much it is. It is $12.99. Available at all good retailers. Anyway. I at least need a discount. Let me tell you what I like about this book. Is that it's very nicely laid out, as you can tell. Each good illos. Yeah. Wait a minute, let me just get it open. No one says that. Illos. They do. People do say illos. This Boys. Is like... They do, but it's annoying. It's, oh, like, people, oh, it's okay. like people who say cool. docos for documentaries. No one says F-off. docos. They do. Annoying who people. Who says that? But annoying people. Anyway, no, this, they say this is boring for everyone right. but us. Okay, so it's split into categories. So you've got the classical thinkers and Renaissance brains, machine age minds. Renaissance Ooh. brains? <laughs> Renaissance brains. Oh, brains, um, brains, yeah. <gasps> Machine oh Age Minds, you got Wartime Whiz Kids, Space Age Sages, Gen X Genius and Millennial Marvels. Can and you just turn to the Euclid page on 14? Because I was really wondering why. I don't know anything about Euclid. And right. I was wondering why in America there's so many Euclid avenues. Steph, I'm going to do that because I'm going to describe the structure of the book. Which is basically great. got a spread on each um, genius. And it's about... What they've done. So, in a nutshell, you've got on the left hand side, you've got a nice illustration, very, it's quite pixelated, which yeah, I quite enjoy. Who, who was it? Graphic design. Um, and then underneath, you've got a little summary of who they were, plus on the right hand side, a full write through, very wittily written. So, to sum up, best known today for forming many of the key concepts of geometry and writing one of history's most poured over mathematical textbooks. Math- that maybe that's why everyone has a Euclid Avenue. I've spent a lot of time on the train, right, dipping into yeah, this. Yeah. And what I've noticed is people staring over my shoulder so they can be informed and educated. So I'm educating a lot of people on Southwest trains right now. And that's all thanks to Chaz. Is it going to be available in soft paperback? Soft paperback. Soft back. I was going to say paperback. soft back. Um, I, I imagine. I, that, I mean, what, I, it's a kind of. I don't think you need. I don't think you need. You don't it. need I was just it. You wondering. want it to be hardback. It's a lovely gift. It's a that's lovely. A, yeah, oh, it's yeah, a good it's Christmas. A, Do you know what that is? A Christmas that's an excellent stocking filler. Oh, that's it's a really good secret Santa present because you're giving the gift of knowledge. That's a, that's why I'm going to give it to my nieces. I'm going to read it back to back so I can educate myself. Then I'm going to give it to them. But for anyone who like is stuck for a Christmas present or you know pub quizzes, this is. Brilliant Before revision for those. You go home. I'm going to photocopy all of the pages and make my. Oh own my book god, Chaz! I will not let her do that. That is outrageous. It's twelve ninety nine. Just effing will buy it. Oh, Think of all the money you're saving with. You know when you get all it those films really, really magically nice. on your TV. It's really nicely designed, isn't it? It's, it's definitely it's beautifully perfect. designed. Yeah, it's really, it's, 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 do you think it's aimed at like a you know like a slightly younger? 
No, not at all. Um, but uh, it could be good no, for like, teenagers. Bl- no, but yeah, and teenagers. I don't mean and, like, kids. I mean teenagers. Yeah. No, that no, looks like niece, at totally my level. My and your nieces, nieces are what? 10, uh, 10 and 12. Yeah, my level. They 100% will enjoy this. Sha- well, the only thing I would say, yeah. my only critique. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I wouldn't mind, Chaz, if there were a few more women in this, okay? Because there's oh, only... Here we go. No, listen, I just did Suddenly a little... Suddenly she's a feminist. <laughs> I just did a little tot-up, and there's... All I can see is maybe ten. Is it a lot about inventors and ten stuff Ten out like of that. how many? Ten out of 64. I mean, the title is oh, 64 okay. Geeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good point. But, yeah, so I wouldn't mind a few more women. You'll like this, Boyd. Shall I tell you why? Because one of them is Arsene Wenger. Oh, of course. Chaz what a joke. Chaz is obsessed with Arsene Wenger. I, Arsene Wenger? He's in here, right? I mean, yeah. And then I read the, the Wenger back. boy. Oh my god! <laughs> I read the back, and it suddenly became clear when I read. Chaz is a journalist and the author of a number of books, including Great Email Disasters, a series of official titles for Arsenal FC uh, as well. So it became clear why mm. Chaz is he a was gooner. included. Okay. Uh, is that it? Is that your, those are your three. Uh, yeah, resident. There she goes. And sixty-four geeks. geeks published by Ilex Books. It's uh, twelve ninety nine. ISDN. Oh, it's a Hachette uh, offshoot. Um, Wait, are you kidding? I mean, like, I'm slightly I think kidding, I think yeah. 64 geeks. Well, Everyone you suddenly can Google got, it. got in a, had a had, you know, got annoyed that I was just informing people again. You both seem to be annoyed when I'm informing the listeners about how to get hold of these I think things I've described that we're it telling them about. I've always been up for us being service based, <sighs> as you know. Right. Wait, Steph, say stop. Stop! Emmy Nother. She was best known for her theorem that by linking geometry and nature, yes, and the forces that describe her, its behaviour, gave thinkers a new tool to understand the universe and underpins much modern thinking in physics. Well done, Emmy. Boyd. Yes. What did you have for lunch today? Uh, two packets of ready sorted crisps that you very kindly uh, gave me. You've got a diet of what? a toddler. Oh, that was all that it's was not available. It's time, time consuming. It's time constraints. I'm B. Afraid. What have you been? What have you been watching well, in your evenings with your? I've got a film I want to mention, um, which is uh, called Juliet, Naked, which opens on Friday. Who the hell's in that? I'll tell you who the hell is in it. Chris O'Dowd. Oh, Ledge. Rose Byrne. Oh. Mm, Doing a brilliant, I have to say, English accent. She does do a fantastic English she's accent. Very good English accent. It's all about. It's set in Britain. It's set in she's a actually Australian coastal community. She is. She's definitely not British though. She's set in a coastal community, small t- coastal community in 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 Britain. Ethan Hawke. Welcome back. Is Ethan. he good in it? He's fantastic in it. They're all Ethan's great. He's actually it. quite a good. He's, good what actor. do you mean? He's quite good. He's an absolute legend. I I wouldn't say he's and a legend. He is. Oh Give me a God. legendary performance of Ethan Hawke's. Well, I mean, the whole Beyond Before Sunset, that whole trilogy is extraordinarily brilliant. I feel brilliant. like Naturalistic that's only acting. 50% him. I've got a question. Oh What's this one about? This one, thanks, Kay, to get us back on, on, on track. This is an adaptation of the Nick Hornby novel. Mm-hmm. And Chris O'Dowd's character is this classic middle-aged dude who is he's actually a film lecturer, but he spends his whole life obsessing about this American rock star. Ethan Hawke's character, who is a just kind of imagine like a legendary rock figure who suddenly kind of disappears from the limelight for mysterious yeah. reasons and basically retires from the mainstream music business and, and no, no one really knows why. So that adds to his legend. So Chris O'Dowd's obsessed with him and is like in charge of this like group, this online group that they spend their entire time listening to all his music, talking about what happened to him and why. 
poor Rose Byrne is his longtime um, girlfriend who's like has to endure this obsession of his and she's trying to live her life and I hope she goes to, to find him just to shut him up trying to deal with him and then we kind of and then we meet the, the dude himself Tucker Crow the actual obscure rocker played by Ethan Hawke brilliantly I have to say very authentically and it's such an interesting film because um, I mean I reviewed it for Heat which is why, why I've watched it and it's coming out in cinemas I think it'll probably be out Quite soon afterwards, um, you know, on like a digital download and all that, because it's quite, a, it's like a kind of small. Is it Curse on Cinema? It's not Curse on Cinema. It's definitely in cinemas first um, on Friday, but it's quite a small scale, modest thing, you know. It's like because if you've read Nick Cornby, you know, Nick Cornby books, you obviously did High Fidelity, etc. It's all about, you know, very realistic kind of not it's very like not particularly heightened versions of what happens in life you know so it's about these two people and they're very it all feels very real but for the first half an hour basically i was thinking nothing's happening in this film like, mm. i mean i'm quite like these people actually chris adelsko is quite irritating good for him for playing an irritating doofus he's obsessed with his rocker but nothing much happens. And then it's suddenly, sort of unremarkable the unremarkable that's a good word thanks and then suddenly after about 45 to 50 minutes, which is a quite a long time into a film, which is only an hour and a half, it all starts coming together and she gets to know this rocker. He befriends mm. her initially online. Mm. Yeah. And then it For starts getting reason? really interesting. So interesting that by the end, it's all about like, can she extricate herself from being with Chris O'Dowd? Does she really want to? Does she really tempted by the rocker? So it's like this really interesting love triangle thing. What's, how, what's he going to think about the whole thing? And I was absolutely captivated by the end. So it's like, after a rather slow start, it ends up being, I thought, really good. A, a, a real think, little gem. I think Chris O'Dowd's character would be happy with that. Because can you imagine losing yeah. your, your girlfriend to your to someone you're obsessed, obsessed with? Yeah. Mm. yeah, well, that's part of it as well yeah but so I, I really liked it in the end um, but I would say you want to watch that boy. I'd be prepared to lose you to Catherine Zellner thanks what about me to yeah. me yeah I wouldn't lose you for anybody Kate <laughs> you know that that's fair enough isn't it yeah then um, I want to mention um, a podcast a new podcast mm-hmm. um, from a very obscure podcaster you may not have heard of him Mark Kermode um, <laughs> Mark the Kermode ledge, yeah. you say the legend um, has got a new so obviously Wittertainment his, yeah, his, his incredibly successful yeah, f- yeah, weekly yeah, film yeah, review from Five that. Live with Simon Mayer we all know about but he's doing he's got, done an offshoot called Kermode on film which is more of a like of an in-depth deep dive kind of show and he does the, the best thing about it is he does this head-to-head section at the beginning with this young film critic called Jack Howard who he's known for years he's got to know over the years and they kind of they go at it with each other about films you know what I mean so like they'll they've both got very different sensibilities and um, it's really good fun so they're both kind of like um discuss different films that they've seen recently that new releases and it's a debate between the two of them it's very entertaining he also has clips of his mk3d live events that he does at the bfi once a month where he has huge big stars like michael kane mm. rob Ryan, someone's really funny and he has clips from those interviews it's really great mark kermode on film out now um at a podcast provider near you and finally and finally and finally he is says, he gonna end on a high I'm or a, end on a mediocre big, uh, let me is say, it something on sky 54 hours, it's on BBC4 slash Sky. Yeah. 54 <laughs> hours, colon, the Gladbeck hostage crisis. What? Yes. This sounds fantastic. I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. So, you know, BBC4, the Saturday Night BBC4 slot. It's the Saturday Night yeah, Forum, yeah. BBC, which we often touch upon. I love that. We podcast. like it. We like it. Somehow, I completely managed to miss this whole thing. Oh, I, what I, a I, I cranked up, I, actually, I literally saw it glancing over the iPlay, I was looking for something else. I thought, oh, what's that there? I clicked on it. It's unbelievably great. Really? It's a true story. It's a two-part 
uh, three hours. So it's, each part is one and a half hours. It, the, the second part went out on Saturday. But it's all, it'll be on the iPlayer. It's a true story of a botched bank robbery that happened <gasps> oh, in Germany yes. in the 80s. And there was a massive hostage situation and a siege. And everyone cocks everything up from the criminals, oh, the hostages, the police... Or the, but it's a complete disaster. Real life. And real life. Basically, and it's so brilliantly done, honestly. Because what happened was I clicked on it. I think, you know, what's that? I should check that out. And it goes straight into the, the hostage situation. Did it, the nobody died, did they? No spoilers. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, I'm not going right. to spoil it. But, but it, it, it completely goes right into the, this bank robbery situation so immediately that you almost think, have I, am I watching part two? I had to double oh, check. Oh, I like that though. Yeah. It pulls the rug. You. Yeah, mm. pulls the rug. It's a, it's a rug pull. It's, honestly, it's brilliant. You're going to love it. It's really, really good. And I, and I feel slightly annoyed with myself that I didn't make sure we previewed it earlier because I just didn't, hadn't heard about it. They're not that great, BBC4, at telling you about these things. I well, that's a lesson learned for them because, you know. Yeah. So, 54 hours, the Gladbeck hostage crisis. It doesn't sound particularly enticing, but it's really, really brilliant on the BBC iPlayer. Oh, you Thank you very so much. I'm so excited about it. I've really never good. seen you so I've alive. Down. Other than when you Are talk you about never Morrissey. Seen me so Morrissey alive. or Doctor Who or Sherlock. Not, yeah. yeah. Sherlock. Mm. I'm often very alive. How dare you? Mm, often. Mm. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Before we go on to the meat, anything... From the pogs, any pics from the people on the ground? Anybody got anything to say about anything? Any, <laughs> any other any business? People? Can I just say all yeah, of that? What's any, happening? I mean, anybody got anything nice to say? Okay, let's start with pog pics, right? Okay, so we, this comes from Matt, who says, "Working my way through Devil Daredevil three, so season three. Oh yeah, yeah, Daredevil yeah. three. Uh, real step up in quality Netflix. from series two, and the sequence in the prison in episode four is easily one of the best sequences in any comic book TV show or movie." ever filmed in capitals Ooh. genuinely extraordinary Big and then words. what I love about this is that another pog got involved and saying it was Chris Beth said we totally agree with this also better call Saul dictionary definition of slow burn but totally worth the investment of time oh yeah better call Saul is brilliant yeah. really yes is yes. it oh yes okay just, I'm going to try I haven't watched any of it but I love Breaking DWI. Bad yeah Okay. So that's the pog pick for this week. Oh, yeah. brief. Thank you. Very brief. You know, <laughs> lots of people love Daredevil. Are you reading out the the um, the tweet about 
picking up Steph for being a complete. I, be- I believe. Oh, is this in kind of coming? Into, uh, is this coming under? Can I just say, ex- aka Please any other stick business? Stick to the format, Boyd. Otherwise, Boyd. how we thanks know what for we're the doing. Now it's can I just say, <laughs> aka any other business? <laughs> okay, um, I want to start with a quick game of keep or delete. Yes, if I may, the yes. popular franchise. Yeah. Uh, which is um, from Alistair Woolard, and he's from Leicester, and he says, Hi. It's very brief. Hi. Outlander. <laughs> uh, Delete. Keep. keep. Power. Keep. Keep. Yeah, okay. The Deuce. Keep. Mm, delete. What? I think, it's, I think it's got a bit stodgy. Stodgy. Yeah. Incredible sex scenes. I'll give it that. Carry on. Keep, <laughs> keep for those. Ozark. Keep. Keep. Making a murderer. Oh, no, I mean, keep. that's keep. not even a question. Then, I don't know. Just somehow, I, yeah. I don't come on, Ali. There's something more than keeping it. Yeah. Do you know? Can I just quickly say about the um, the uh, juice? You know, they've appointed a sex scene advisor what? and, and an, an intimacy director, especially because there's so much. There is so much sex in it. How's that it's a job? All, it's about the porn industry, so it's someone's job to go in and yeah. advise them how to film, so that everyone's comfortable and it's not, you know, it's not all dodgy and you right me, 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 me too and all the hashtag you me. I've meant to you can't start your own movement called no. you me, okay? Um, yeah, so the juice has hashtag its very own. Hashtag you me. I mean, what would that even be about? Uh, Wasn't there a kids show called you and me? Yes. Yeah, yeah you and me, one. me and you, lots yeah. of things for us to do. <gasps> Classic. Um, all right, some feedback. So, okay. uh, good feedback. Um, okay, let's start with some of the... Well, this was just a question, actually, from Rachel. And she said, still don't get what a pog is. Was what? it explained in the first episode? Oh. And I think, actually, we are remiss because we often refer about I pogs. always try. I try to explain I try what, your, I don't think what your two silly well, you know jargon what? is. I'll try now. Go on. Yeah. Pog is people on the ground. That means you, that means the people that really matter, the opinions that matter, the people that we are doing this for. But it all goes back to, in the very early days of the first version of this podcast, which was called Something Else, we, um, you, was it you, I think, referred it to? It was me. Like, what will the people on the ground think? Yeah. In a slightly patronising way. Because I said that and you I, didn't care, it didn't yeah. matter what you thought. And I picked up on the fact that you're calling them people on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> all normal people yeah. are people on the ground, and then we shortened it to Pog and it became a thing. And it's an affectionate term. Very yeah. affectionate. It is yeah. affectionate. Okay, we've had um, a message from Laura Jenkins who says I've listened already fab as usual peeps Kathleen Zelna Zelna Steph needs her own goddamn show right now she she so does thanks to Stephanie reverse ferret I'm planning on watching The Haunting of Hill House this weekend good good I think you should it's a good Halloween weekend Steph reversed her opinion that it was rubbish it is really good she reversed her ferret I did reverse my ferret okay this one's from Cotswold Pilgrim aka Ian and he says, um, oh, okay. So he and Steph had a little bit of a scuffle on Twitter. I remember this. Explain, Steph. Well, he was saying that he was going to give John a pint because um, John had recommended the Wonderland murders and something else, Caliphate. Podcast. Podcasts. Okay. And then I just happened to see it. I'm not very good at my social media, but I happened to see it and I became enraged because it absolutely wasn't John who recommended The Wonderland Murders. John's which such is a glory hunter. The incredible show about John Holmes, the porn star, and how he was involved in this insane murder situation. And I just had to say something to him. Yeah. Because it was me. Now, if you haven't listened to it, it's a really, really good podcast. Well, listen, Ian has apologised on Twitter. Is it an an apologia? He said apologies. Okay, fair enough. Whilst I'm in the bad books, going to throw this out there as well. I didn't like Teacher's Pet. 
which is something else oh, we yeah, all yeah, recommended. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was overly long and repetitive. I ditched it after three and a half episodes. I hope we can all remain friends in the face of this. Yeah, well, well, it's good, it's I a think fair it point. is a good it point. Is, it I, was I, a good point. I believe I, mean, I said that. They, mentioned, they did have 800,000 mentions of soft soil. I think it would. It could have been condensed more and it would have been yeah, had condensed. packed more of a punch. Yeah. Okay. And last bit of feedback was from Darren. Let's end on a high. What's okay. It, what's, what's Darren, Darren at Wurzler75 says. Oh, nice name. So this was about the um, our top three choices, a format point, if okay, you will. Right, right. He said, at least there's only nine things in the three, so we won't have the boring saga if one of the presenters can actually stick to the format for once. Excuse me? Who can he be referring to? So I can only presume, I mean, listen, I thought it could be any one wow. of us. Mm. Steph has replied on Twitter and she just said, um, formats, formats were made to be broken, thanks. Rules mean nothing to her. Well, do you know what, Darren? <laughs> I've only done three this week for you. I hope you're happy. Well done, Darren. You forced her to stick to the format. You're a hero. That's what I'd say. I expect to hear your response, Darren. <laughs> Thank you very much for any other business, a.k.a. can I just say, and now... It's time for the meat. Da, 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 da. Three juicy new shows for us to discuss, starting with what I consider to be the long-awaited return, even though it was only about a year ago, the first season went out. That is long-awaited. I've been waiting for yeah, ages. it's a long time. The Sinner, season two, arriving on Netflix this very Friday. And season one was all about Detective Harry Ambrose, played by Bill Pullman, was investigating this extraordinary crime that we see where this woman stabbed um, a dude on the beach with a, what was it, a peeler? It was a... It was, it a, was a pearer. Pear, pear, yeah, pear, pear, pear peeler. Yeah. Pear peeler. And she had no concept of why she did it. There didn't seem to be any connection with her and the thing. It was a seemingly random thing, and in the end, it was all explained. Now, this time, it's focusing on... It's a completely different story, so it's a completely different mystery. So if you're looking for Jessica Biel, who was the star right. of the first one... She's not in it. She's exec producing this. She is, but she's not in it. And this time, Harry Ambrose is back, and he goes back to his hometown in rural New York to assess an unsettling and weird crime, which we see right at the beginning of the series in episode one, in which two uh, parents are murdered by their 11-year-old son, seemingly with no apparent motive. He seems to poison them with some weird, putting some weird um, stuff in tea, flowers in tea. He's asked to come in by the local police, particularly by a young um, local police detective, Heather Novak, played by Natalie Paul. Um, so he goes back. And it's, there's also a connection. Right at the end of episode one, suddenly the great Carrie Coon of Gone Girl fame arrives. And she claims to be the mother of the little kid. This isn't a spoiler because it's like the premise. And then from then on, it's all about how what connection. She's in charge of this weird like religious cult. What connection has this religious cult got with the victims and the boy and the locals and they're all connected to this cult, etc., etc. Steph, what did you think? I loved it. I absolutely the first series of Sinner was absolutely brilliant. I hadn't read anything about the second se- season, so I was kind of going, "Is Jessica Biel going to be this? Be in this? How are they going to continue the Jessica Biel story?" Because it, it ended with such finality that you couldn't possibly. And I was very happy to see that it was a completely new story, and also that. Bill Pullman, mm. who is such an underrated actor, in my opinion, and I love him as a detective, um, is so brilliant in it. It's got everything for me, everything I love. I love when they play with um, time scales. So they do a lot of flashbacks in this. I love the, this kind of thing. It's got, it harks back to my favourite um, thing ever, Damages, with Glenn Close, which you should all watch. Um, 
it's absolutely brilliant because you've just got no idea. It's just a huge, huge puzzle. And I also love things where, because actually I think I've worked out already, but I'm not going to say what it is. Um, What, after one episode? Yeah, yeah. Really? But I like doing that. I like, I like, I like you need to be given the opportunity. Well, I don't know if it's right, but Please I like God, being given the opportunity happen. to. Um, <laughs> why I'm, I know so much about crime. Yeah, but you're assuming everyone's guilty and arresting them, and, and, and no jo- smoke without fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, the little kid is absolutely fantastic. Bill Pullman is fantastic, beautifully shot. Everyone's wonderful in it. It's going to be a huge hit. Okay. I agree with everything Steph said. And what I love about The Sinner, especially season two, is that there's multiple mysteries. So there's so so many questions you have. Like, um, obviously, it was all the backstory of Bill Pullman's character. Um, and you're kind of like, okay, so what has happened to him? Why is he so even more tortured? He seems to have a connection with the boy when, you know, which actually in episode two sort of unfolds a bit more. Um, what's the, the detective, the female detective story? She's got some background and which is connected to the boy as well. And I think you're right, Bill Bill Pullman is just the absolute pull for me because he's so enigmatic. Bill Bill Pullman. And he does these shifty glances (laughs) and like, he's such a tortured soul. You just want to like, you just want to explore his story even more than actually the Do you remember from the first season that he's got that weird sex thing? Yeah. He's got the weird sex thing. He's got the weird Mm. sex thing where he likes to have his fingernails like pulled and stuff like that and likes to be hurt yeah he's got weird fetishes yeah. Yeah. he's yeah. the kind of person that you think louis threw would do a documentary no, oh good, 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 nice. good link yeah. um Boys. it's yeah it's brilliant the storytelling is so riveting it's so oh, clever riveting is the word yeah because um it's one of those shows where every single scene has some intrigue in it yeah so it's constantly there's no there's no um flab it's absolutely um extraordinarily focused and so even the flashbacks, so there's whole flashbacks that the detective has some connection to the weird religious community. And every one of those is, like, incredibly riveting. You know, I think in some shows, that, you know, the, the flashback, every show now is flashbacks and timelines. It's the whole, it's the whole thing with peak TV. But the way they do it in this thing, I think, is, is so brilliant. It's so riveting. And I can't wait to see how it all turns out. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And Carrie Coon is, I think, from The Leftovers, which is one of the greatest yeah. TV shows of all time, and from Gone Girl, one of the greatest films of all time. She is so brilliant as this scarily, like, I'm, I'm in, she's in she's charge. She's very cold she and controlled. Mm. She manages to control everyone, mm. like the kid, the people in the commune, the detective. Mm. She has everyone under her thumb. Absolutely brilliant. Five stars from me. Five stars from me. Five stars from me. So a real winner is the sinner. Oh. I didn't mean she to do that. Just, that. I didn't. It just happens. <laughs> Magic just happens. It, I think I said it arrives this. It arrives next Friday on the Netflix. Oh boy, please be accurate. In full, Friday the ninth. Now then, it's time for Louis Theroux's Altered States: Love Without Limits. Now, to be completely transparent. While Steph was watching this live, <laughs> she was live WhatsApping our WhatsApp group and telling us in no uncertain terms her feelings about the people contained in this documentary. And our guru, producer, editor, recorder, legend, John, pointed out quite rightly that you can't review the people and their lives. You've got to review the programme. What is the best? But the programme is about the people. Right. Well, They've put themselves out there to be judged by What is the programme about? Go on. It's, tell us. <sighs> Tell us do. She's rolling her eyes. Okay. So this is kind of the second incarnation of Louis Theroux's Altered States series, isn't it? So he did an Altered States four episodes last year. So this is the second lot of those. And there's three of them, I believe, in this um, series. The first one is called Love Without Limits. 
<sighs> right, I'm going to just get in the facts. I'm just, just I don't editorialise, okay. just your facts. Right, I'm just going to deal with the facts, right. I might have to read it. It says here, for hundreds of years, romantic relationships in Western society have been based on the idea of monogamy. Two people together forever. <sighs> oh, my God. This, these breaths, these deep breaths, well, are so passive-aggressive. Basically, it's about people who don't want to do that and people who've decided that they are not going to stick to one flavour of ice cream and they're basically going to have their cake and eat it and they're going to bring another person or two other people into their relationship. They're going to have their relationship and... They're polyamorous. They call it polyamorous. <laughs> well done, Kate. They well call done. it polyamorous. Just hit the nail on the head. I think it's somewhat greedy. Oh, here we okay, go. Okay, so now we've gone into the it's analysis. Like a way, yeah. It's like right. a way of cheating without with going, oh, no, 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 I'm not cheating. No, 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 no. But well, it's sort I, of not cheating I, because I, everyone's aware of the I'm, situation, I'm, right? I'm, so it's not lying yeah, to their partners. Was, yeah, but... A lot of it starts out with they fancied this other person and then they they were like, mm, how can I get around this? Oh, I know, I'm going to be polyamorous. And then I can have this person and that person as well. I'm sorry, that's just what I think. Anyway, so Louis goes to investigate. Um, so he sees a thruple, which is a, a woman and two men. I did, men, I did love men. that term, thruple. The men are not mm. in a relationship together. It's just the woman who's got both of the guys. One of them's for emotional needs and one of them's for physical needs. And they both seem to be absolutely fine with understanding that they cannot provide, Not neither one of them can totally provide for this woman. Holy. I do like they talk through their sleeping arrangements where they talk about big spoons, little spoons yeah. and all that. There's this other <laughs> family who they've got a, a young they've got a young daughter, um, this poor guy called Jerry and oh, his this wife. Is the fa- this is the family I'm obsessed they've with. They've been married for like 20 years. His, his wife, who's, you know, she's an attractive woman, she's got this other guy on the side. Joe. Who, Joe, who's also got his own family. And poor Jerry's just had to be putting up with it for God knows how many years. And there's this awful bit in it where Jerry goes... No spoilers, because I think... You should leave it if it's a thing at the end. So the last scene for me was just... Jerry talks about how he really feels about it. Okay. And then Louis also has to go to some sort of weird day sex party where people just touch each other. Sensual eating. Yeah. Where he basically has to eat... He, You know, what's great about Louis is that he he does give his all to it and he will get involved. And so he goes to this sensual eating party where he is um, blindfolded. Everyone has to cover up their genitalia. Because <laughs> it's right? the day. Yeah. Well, Although you say that and they do, but there's still like breasts heaving around and there's quite a lot of... Yeah, of, yeah of, maybe of it's their front like bottoms. Um, stroking their breasts against yeah, people's faces. A lot. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, Louis gets stroked while eating some cheese. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you need to know. <laughs> and strawberries. Yeah. Mainly cheese. It isn't a quite extraordinary moment, isn't it? I mean, obviously he's famous for... Can I just mention yeah, the other woman? You can, you just, yeah. There's a woman who is about to have a baby and she has felt like this is the perfect time to, to become polygamous. She's just taken on a new boyfriend. She's got, like, she's with the father of a baby. She's got, do you know what? She's just Steph, like, would you? I mean, I would take on Catherine if ja- if ja- if I No, said. no, no, listen. If Jamie Redknapp came here right now and said, Steph, you've never been more attracted to me with that baby. Do you want to get into a thruple? I mean, that's not fair. He is irresistible. Okay. <laughs> Suddenly, the worm has turned. Yeah. But that's what um, I mean. I would totally use that as... I'd be like, Liam, I, do you know what? It's not that I just really fancy Jamie Redknapp. I, mean, I, think I'm, I think I'm polygamous. So, Jamie lives here now. <laughs> yeah. It, it's into that, But the bit about... To go back to the bit where Louis threw immerses himself in yeah, the... with the cheese. In the, in cheese, the cheese sex party <laughs> yeah. thing. The fondue intimacy, party. In, fondue in, intimacy party. Yeah. What I wanted to know was, what did he tell his wife? Because he's a married man. Yeah. Louis, no, but he know, covers that off. He says, I spoke to her, doesn't he? 
Does he? Yeah. Oh, I totally missed that. Bit. Yeah, yeah. He said, oh. Oh, I, after a call, after a call to my wife, I've decided to give it a go. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I asked that question because yeah. I totally missed it. I must no, have, no, he I must signed have, it off. Uh, You'd never imagine that Louis III would do something like that without checking. Oh no, his no, wife. no, I know, but I want, I, I, because I, I missed that bit. <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh, how did he get into that? Yeah, fight? he would have to. Yeah, is this woman rubbing her naked bosoms practically in his face? Yeah, and mm. some other bloke like massaging him from behind. Um, so obviously you've made it quite clear you disapprove of these these lifestyle yeah, choices but, of do you these know people. What? And yet you whole, would do it with Jamie Redknapp. I wholeheartedly approve of everything Louis Threw does because I think he is the greatest documentarian of our time. But did um, you... What? I do. I think David Attenborough? No, no, no. I think Louis oh, Threw... It's different though, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's a different, but I do... Yeah. I, Bold statement. Louis Threw, you can We're watch again and again and he's just the most amazing person ever. <laughs> but he, his, his brand, he can do anything... And, he, and yeah. he, he's so oh, I don't know. He had he a just, touch of the weird weekends. Yeah, he, but you know, he's like, so yeah, good, yeah. isn't he? Because he doesn't he doesn't make these fe- people feel that the, that he thinks they're doing anything unusual. He thinks that he he's he acts as if he's just there being completely neutral yeah. towards them, which yeah. I think is amazing. Because if I was up, like, but actually, that's what it, well, I mean, actually, no, I disagree with you both because I think he actually does at the beginning say he actually says to them explicitly, like, you know. This is not how I, I. He was struggling with it. You could see, and that's what I liked about it actually, because he said that he. There was one point where he was like, he looked like he was really like astounded by what was going on, which I was. Oh, there's when no, no, there's a difference between. Being, so of course he's astounded because what's going on is extraordinary. But there's he is judging between, them. But then he asked. But then he. Oh, I, I think no, you're no, talking no. about at one point he yeah, questions he a woman and says, "Isn't polygamy just a slow divorce?" He, so he, yeah. he is. He's he asking the right. Yeah. He, I think there's a difference between challenging them questioning it expressing his amazement at this whole world because it is extraordinary and being judgmental I don't think at any actually, point yeah, is judgmental that's, that's mm-hmm. the key and I think it's but it's interesting what you said about David Lammer actually because if you think about it the whole the whole you know animals don't mate for life do they? they don't like you know it's a whole social construct I did think halfway through thinking you know but fair enough you know they're, they're living their lobsters. lives what? lobsters do Actually, I think that's true. Yeah. Lobsters make for life. I think it's. I think you'll now. actually find there's a there's a few animals that. Do you make think for if a lot whatever lobster definitely doesn't go off and have sex with any other lobsters? Yeah, sure I definitely that? think so. Oh yeah, okay. lobster wouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. Lobsters make for life. Get crabs and anyway. uh, dolphins rape. Yeah. There's oh, a lot my. of things that go on. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it is true. I didn't need to bring up dolphin rape. Well, it's, I mean, I'm just. <laughs> anyway, it is. I, what I like. I, I mean, I think Theroux's recent documentaries have been very, very heavyweight, like looking at the drug situation in America and um, very tough watches. I mean, brilliant. This is less... This is like very entertaining. There's still emotional moments in it, aren't there? And I'm really feel sorry for the one dude, the one dude who's clearly his, his wife's like, no, I'm not interested in you, I'm just interested in the, in the, in the guy yeah, who I sleep with awful. every day. Um, but it was fascinating. And, and yeah, classic, classic Poly- through. Polygamy is not a victimless situation. Polyamory. Uh, yeah. 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 It's not. There's someone... Like they're saying, oh yeah, well, we're all nothing, really happy, it, but they're not. But it is, it, I, I, oh, we can go. We can go back I'd love to, to hear from you if you're in a we, polygamous relationship and you think it's yeah, all, any, any, yeah, all I'd say any is pogs into it, it, marriage. Is, marriage is often is, is not necessarily but that a victimless was my situation point. either. It isn't. It isn't. Right. So you just put up a with it marriage. and just go. I've chosen you. <laughs> Shit. Maybe I've made the wrong decision, but I'll let's try and stick As it out. The ambiguous Kelly has with you. Well, exactly. <laughs> if he can do it, you can. Anyway, how many stars are we giving Louis Theroux's Alter States colon Love Without Limits on BBC Two next Sunday? Five stars. Five stars. Yeah. I think Can I bit, just tell it? you, my friend Dan Jolin, when he had his first baby, he was in the hospital and he was so excited, but he was just going downstairs to get his wife a drink. The lift opened and Louis Theroux wow. was in the lift and he ended up calling his first son, first child, Louis. Really? That's yeah. That's brilliant. That's a good story. That's a good, that's a good genuinely good story. Well done. Oh, thanks. Uh, anyway, so we'll give it five stars. It's on BBC Two next Sunday at nine o'clock. And finally, the heist. Oh, Kate, you, yes. 
<laughs> you went to see the screening. Now we've all seen it, but explain what the bejesus this is. Okay, 10 law-abiding citizens are giving a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity of basically stealing some money and taking that money, doing a heist on a van, a security van, which is holding loads of um, cash, running off with it, dividing it equally between them all, so £25,000 each, and trying to find inventive ways of keeping it hidden. And if they can evade detection from a group of de- like detectives who are after them um, for, I think it's two weeks, then they can keep that life-changing amount of money. That is it in a nutshell. And it's, it's basically um, the Channel 4 show, it's isn't it? It's with hunted with money. Yeah. With, yeah, with money. And, and it's, and, but I would say... I mean, I know I, you clearly you have clean negative things about because I can feel the negativity emanating from you as we speak. I do. I be do. fair, Steph. I, I would I say that the production values of this and the general visual quality to it is, is slightly feels slightly bigger and more ambitious than the Channel Four show. Okay, I like. I'm going to start. Yeah, I'm going to okay, start. Fine. I thought it was hugely entertaining and fun to watch because it's, everyone could put themselves in the, that position. It's a position that, like, I mean, you might not have ever thought of it, but. Wouldn't you like to see if you could get away with it? We watch so many crime shows. We all think we can get away with it. Steph, you yourself said, you know, you're like immersed in crime programs that you feel like to be a detective. People who've dedicated themselves properly to crime. Well, I mean, doing it properly, trying to get away with it properly. If you get, if you were given, trying to steal money, stop saying properly. (laughs) If you were given the opportunity, all three of us, all four of us, right? If they said, right, guys, would you like to see if you could get away with it? If you can outsmart the detectives, are you saying you wouldn't? I'm not sure. But I I already know. I already know. Like (laughs) I I could, and you two couldn't. You don't watch enough crime. I thought it was, I thought it was very amusing, and also because of the characters they've chosen. Like they're just residents of this um, village in Thursk, and there's some of them who are obviously very um, kind of intelligent, have thought this through, have like really get into it, and they're like you know very adrenaline filled with this whole activity. And there's others who, I mean, I can only call one of them a bozo. Like there's one incident. Steady. I'm sorry, right? One of the main things if you're committing a crime is hide your identity. Okay. And this person struggles with that concept. And listen, it might be his downfall. Which happens a lot on... on um, I keep forgetting the name of the Channel 4 show. Hunted. <laughs> hunted. On Hunted, famously. It's like the same letter. It begins with the same letter. Hunted and the heist. I know, that's why I'm getting confused. But on Hunted, do you remember famously in the, in the first series when uh, because uh, that people like going online and <laughs> checking their Facebook and stuff like that, even though that was the main way in which anyone oh, can track God. you down? I'm not going to ruin how this bozo does it, but it is yeah. extraordinary what he does. Doofus. And you're just like, how, how can you think that's possible? I would say doofus rather than bozo. Yeah. But, you know, Why? I don't know. I feel more of a bozo. Feels slightly more bozo. harsher. I think bozo's a fun. No, doof, doof's fine. Steph, okay. come on. What's your problem? Right. About, about, in, this about this show. Yeah, about this You're show. Not in, not life in, life in general. general. I haven't got time for problems that I've got in general. Okay, I'm gonna two two words. Amdram. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is there are a few things. No, there are a few things in life that give me the app that would make me curl up into a ball of cringeness <laughs> and one of those things is amateur dramatics and this is basically filled to the brim with amateur dramatics and I actually find it unwatchable and I'll tell what? you hold on this is what I find unwatchable mm. about it right the people who are the police people are actual retired proper trained professional yeah. police officers and I just cannot bear them having to do to act out come on guys with a you know the whole like there's been a robbery we have, we're gonna have to get, i want you down on the seat we need to corner it's just so embarrassing i feel like how why but are they're not low- do you know what i was when i was at the press conference um the press um 
Screening. Thing, screening, that's it, press thing. Press screening for this. And they were like a couple of the police officers, actually four of them were there. And they were talking about this and they said, actually, it is... I know, obviously, it'll be slightly heightened, but because that is how it all unfolds. Yeah, okay, but good. Let, if, let well, watch twenty four hours in police custody. Then why do you? I hate. I just. It's a game. It's like oh, a no, competition. It's so embarrassing. It's too embarrassing. It's just the whole thing is too embarrassing. I hate the. I hate the way that. It, I mean, I know it has to be contrived because obviously it's a co- contrived concept, but I just find it really cringy and awful. And I think an hour is way too long to watch. I think you're being these people too harsh. It. It's on hot. This. It's awful. I hate this kind wow. of thing. Wow. It's awful. I, I think we get do the picture. Do you like it? I um, hate it. Fine. I, quite, I enjoyed it. I perfectly enjoyed it. Really? Yeah, I just thought, I, I, as I said at the beginning, I was impressed by how well made it was. It's a, you know, they're t- kind of taking this, you know, it's a, I was slightly dreading it when I first heard it. I was like, oh, it's your version of, of, of Hunted, if I finally remember the name of it, you know, with money involved. It sounded a bit cheesy. It sounded a bit. It is cheesy. And it just sounded like a ripoff of, the hunt, of Hunted. So I was like, well, what's the point? But I think actually, if it, it's quite, I think it's really well put together. As Kay says, I like the selection of the people. I like the fact it's just voiceover and you see, there's no presenter or anything. It's very mm. like, it's quite. It feels quite authentic. I, I enjoyed it. I'm yeah. giving it Go on. Three, when the guy, three stars. Authentic. Like when the guy goes into the cafe, like they go, he's But that's a construct. No, but that's authentic. We're that. watching them doing what yeah. they're trying to do. You can watch loads that's, of real crime stuff that actually happens. Oh, Why do you care? It's a different genre, you... Oh, Bozo. I was going to be... I, mean, I nearly say, used the I word. <gasps> but it's a different oh. genre. It's not a true crime thing. It's a, it's a, it's a game show. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, do you know what? I don't want my beloved true crime to be... This is silly. Okay. How many stars, Kay? I'm going to give it three and a half stars. I'm going to give it three. I'm going to give it Steph, one and a half stars. One and a half. That's the heist. Decide for yourselves. It's on Sky One, Now TV, on Sky, Friday the 9th of November, 9 o'clock. And that concludes this week's Basic Binges podcast. Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.